man, fuck this podcast shit. We're out here today. I'm going to be reading Fifty Shades of Grey for like the 6,000th time recording this shit. I know how <clears throat> Denise's kid can be. That's why I'm sitting here squirming uncomfortably under his, his stare. Well, I should be studying for my exam. You also invested in farming technology. Why are you invested in this era? You can't eat money, Mrs. Still. And there's, there are too many people on this planet who doesn't have enough to eat. That sounds very philosophically and something you feel passionate about feeding the world's poor. He shrugs very uncommitted. It's, it's, it's a business, he mutters. Though I think he's being distant, generous, disgenuous. This generous. This said that shit right the fucking first time. It doesn't make sense. Feeding the world's poor. Can't you see? Can't you see the financial benefits of this? Only the the vague idea. I agree. Is at the next question, confused by his attitude. Do you have a? A philosophy. If so, what is it? I don't have a philosophy. As such, maybe governing principle. See, a man who requires the ability to take full possession of his own mind may take possession of everything else to which He is justified, untitled, I'm very similar, driven, I like control of myself and those around me. So, you want to possess things. You are a control freak. I want to deserve to possess things, desire to possess things. But yes, bottom line, I do. You sound like the ultimate customer. <clears throat> I am, he smiles. Consumer. Consumer. I am, he smiles, but the smile doesn't touch his eyes. Again, this is at odds with something. Someone who wants to feed the world. So I can't help but I can't help to think, thinking that we are talking about something else, but I am also curious as to what it is. The temperature in the room is rising, or maybe it's just me. I just want this interview to be over. I also want this podcast to be over. Surely, Kate has enough material now. I gaze, graze. I looked at the next question. You were adopted. How far do you think that shapes the way you are? Oh, that is... Oh, this is personal. I stared at him, hoping he's not offended. His brow frowns. I have no way of thinking. 
my instance is is poor. How old were you when you were adopted? That's not a matter of public record, Mrs. Still. His tone is thin. I flashed again. Crap. Yes, of course. I would have known if I was of. I would have known I was doing this interview. I would have done some research. Move on quickly. You had, you have, you had to sacrifice a family life for your work. That's not a question. He turns, saw Rashburn, and he made me feel like a child. I tried again. Have you had to sacrifice a family's life for your work? I have a family. I have a brother and a sister and two loving parents. I'm not in interested in extending my family behind that point. Are you gay, Mr. Gray? He inhales sharply, and I cringe, modified. Crap, why do I have employed some kind of f filter before I read this straight out? Read this straight Oh, how can I tell Tom I'm just reading the question? Damn, Kate. And her curiosity? No. And I'm not. He misses eyebrow. A clue glimpse in his, in his eyes. He does it. He does not look very pleasant. I apologize. It's on. It's written here. It's the first time he said my name. My heartbeat has accelerated, and my cheeks are heated up again. Nervously, I I tuck my loose end hair behind my ears. He cocked his head to the one side. Those aren't your your own questions. The blood drains from my head. Oh no, e r. No, Kate, I mean, Mrs. K, she, she composed the questions. Are you Carly's on the, on the student paper? Oh, crap. I have nothing to do with, with the student paper. It's your extracurricular activities, not mine. My face and frame. No, she's my roommate. He rubs his chin in quite a, a strange way. His grey eyes appears arise me. Did you volunteer to do this interview? He asks, his voice deadly quiet, hanging on. Who's supposed to interview who? His eyes burn into me, and I'm compelled to answer with the truth. I was drafted. She's not well. My voice is my vo ugh, my voice is weak and apologetic. That explains a great deal. There's a knock at the door. Blood number two enters. Mr. Gray, forgive me for interrupting. But your next meeting is in two minutes. We're not finished here, Andrea. Please cancel my next meeting. 
enjoy our heads with um Gabs Adam she appears lost. He turns his head slowly to face her and raises and raises his eyebrow. She flashes bright pink. Oh good, it's not just me. Very well, Mrs. Mr. Gray, she mutters, then exit his phone and turn his attention back to me. <sighs> Where were we, Mrs. Stone? Oh, we're back to the Mrs. Miss Stone now. Please don't let me keep you from anything. I want to know about you. I think that's only fair. His grey eyes are a light with curiosity. Devil crap. Where is he going with, with this? He places his elbow on the arm of the chair and, and stoops his feet in front of his mouth. His mouth is very distracted. She swallows. There's no much... Not much to know, I said. Flushing again. What are your plans after graduation? I shrugged, doing by his intents. Come to Sonata with Kate, find a place, find a job. I have it. I have it. Will they dot behind my finals? <clears throat> I haven't made any plans, Mr. Gray. I just need to get through my exams, which I should be studying for now rather than sitting in your palace, sneaking office, feeling uncomfortable under your your stare. We want an excellent institutional, in, fuck, institution, inner, in, internship. Oh, come here, he said quietly. I raised my eye, my eyeballs in surprise. Is he offering me a job? Oh, I bear that in mind, I muttered, completely confounded. Though I'm not sure I'll fit in here. Oh no, I mustered out all around. Why did you say that? He cocked his head to one side. This was a hint, a hint of smile playing on his on his lips. All right, guys, you're only getting ten minutes of this shit. <clears throat> We're out here.